You are listening to a History Hub podcast. History Hub is based at the University College Dublin School of History. This podcast series centers on the upcoming exhibition, Soul Survivors, the rarest books in the world, from Marsh's Library, located in Dublin, Ireland. For more information on this exhibition, visit historyhub.ie. Marsh's Library was founded by Archbishop Narcissus Marsh. Born in Wiltshire, England in 1638, Marsh studied at Oxford, where he would later become ordained. He became the provost of Trinity College Dublin in 1679, and during his tenure there, he promoted the teaching of the Irish language, despite heavy protests from some members of the government. His efforts would include the translation of the Old Testament into Irish and the promotion of lectures and classes in Irish. Marsh would return to England for a time before becoming the Archbishop of Cashel in 1690, then the Archbishop of Dublin in 1694. In 1703, at the age of 75, he was named the Primate of all Ireland. It was his time at Trinity College that would inspire Marsh to create a public library in Ireland. Marsh would write in his diary, That which renders the library almost useless to all but some of the college is this, that by the college statutes, no man besides a provost and his fellows is permitted to study there, unless carried up thither by one of them, who is bound to be present all the time the other stays in the library. And twas this, and this consideration alone, that first moved me to think of building a library in some other place than in the college for public use, where all might have free access. Marsh's library was formally incorporated in 1707 and would be the first public library in Ireland. Building the library would cost Marsh over £5,000, and today the library stands as one of the few 18th century buildings which is still used for its original purpose. Today, the library still houses a number of collections and features a range of exhibitions on these materials. Now, to provide us with a little more insight into the current exhibition at Marsh's Library, I'm joined by co-curator Lindsay Doyle. Hello, Lindsay. Hi. <laughs> so can you talk first about your role with Marsh's and a bit about your background? I was lucky enough to be able to intern at Marsh's Library through my master's program at University College Dublin. I am one of seven students who, it, who are part of the first year of public history master's students at UCD beginning in 2017. Before I moved to Dublin to start my master's degree, I graduated in 2015 from Ursinus College, which is located outside of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania in the United States. I graduated with a BA in history and international relations. Uh, after graduation, I worked at Fort William Henry Museum, uh, which is located in upstate New York. For two years, I was the acting education coordinator and assistant curator at that museum before applying to graduate school and moving to Dublin. Um, so first off, to talk a little bit more about Marsh's Library, can you tell me more about how first the books are preserved and what exactly you guys do to take care of your collections? So first of all, the books are maintained in a very cool climate. Um, in the winter months, there actually isn't any heat in the upstairs of the library where the books are mainly kept. So it is very chilly to go through there if you're planning a visit in the winter. Other than that, there is a conservator on staff, and this conservator is an expert in conserving and protecting antique and rare books. 
and uh, she is actually responsible for maintaining the collection. And also when it comes time for exhibitions, she is also in charge of ensuring that these books are exhibited in a way which protects them. They aren't bent or displayed in any sort of way that could damage the integrity of the books and their bindings. So can you tell me a little bit about what the current exhibition is that's happening at Marsh's? The exhibition, which opens to the public on May 17th, 2018, is called Soul Survivors. And it's a collection of some of the rarest books in the world, which are held by Marsh's Library. The majority of these books are actually the only surviving copy in the world. This is an extremely interesting exhibit because a lot of the times these books actually survive because they weren't considered widely important to the time. Um, a lot of these books and texts are also ephemeral materials, which means that they weren't supposed to survive. They were created using a very poor quality material and they were used as posters, announcements, advertisements, and either handed out to the public or pasted somewhere on the street for people to view. So they were really created um, not supposed to survive. So it is very interesting and very lucky in a lot of ways that we have a lot of collectors and scholars uh, throughout you know, hundreds of years that actually gathered these materials together and kept them so that we now have the opportunity to own the surviving copies of these pieces. So what makes this exhibition so important and unique? I think that because uh, a lot of these pieces in the exhibit weren't supposed to survive, um, I think that it gives us a real insight into certain aspects of history that are largely glossed over in the larger historic narrative um, because looking at these books and these texts, uh, they're extremely specific. So this, this exhibit is an example of how relevant everyday materials are in the greater historical narrative. A lot of these pieces are ephemeral, so again, they weren't considered important at the time, and a lot of the reason that's why we own the only copy in the world is because they were thrown away or not considered important enough to keep. And so my last question is, what is your favorite piece from the exhibition and why? Overall, I think the entire exhibit is very interesting and everyone should go see it while it's available. But I think my favorite piece in the exhibit uh, is called An Account of the Great Eclipse of the Moon, which will be total and visible at Dublin Friday, the 29th of August, 718. And this is actually an advertisement um, published by John Whaley, and John was an English shoemaker who moved to Dublin in 1682, and he sought to reinvent himself, and one of the roles that he took on here in Dublin was an amateur astrologer, and he actually accurately predicted this lunar eclipse. We know that this was accurate because we actually looked at NASA's database of historical eclipses, and compared it to this piece that Wiley had published. And everything that he had advertised 
and predicted about this lunar eclipse did come to pass in the way in which he had predicted it. I just think it's extremely interesting because we tend to think about common people in the 18th century as scientifically inept by today's standards, yet here is this man with very little scientific equipment, especially nothing compared to the technology that we have available to us today, who is able to accurately predict and describe this extreme lunar event. Well, that's fascinating. Thank you so much, Lindsay, for joining me today. Um, I'm going to encourage everybody to go see the exhibition at Marsh's Library, um, which starts uh, May 17th um, and will be running until January of 2019. So it's a great exhibition. Go check it out. Uh, Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to this History Hub podcast. To find more podcasts and a wide range of other materials, visit historyhub.ie. For more information on the exhibition at Marsh's Library, visit marshlibrary.ie. Our podcasts are available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and many other podcasting apps, such as Podcast Republic. Please rate and review our channel, as it helps others to find out about our work.